Yo, you're calling a co-op, terrorist trenching, trenching the throne, that power gone, that five-sided figure gone, when the victim of the old mother earth gets bigger, the trigger's cold, empty your purse, rally round the family, with a pocket full of shells, we rally round the family, with a pocket full of shells, we rally round the family, with a pocket full of shells, we rally round the family, with a pocket full of shells, bulls on parade. You know, here at Life in the Dutch Hall, we've been accused of a lot of things. We've been accused of being a misogynistic show. We've been accused of being, somehow, last week even, we were accused of being uh, homophobic, which I found appalling. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. You know, but one thing they've never accused us of is being racist. The reason isn't because of our cousin Kevin. <laughs> he is one that comes from our pure stock, and he is black as night. Yes, he is. Yes, he's the blackest man that has ever lived, I think, and he's our full kin, which means that this is the one. This is probably the blackest podcast on the internet today, is what I say. And then uh, I'm gonna guess you don't know about black podcasts. And really, the only person <laughs> that we should be talking about, the only person that I think we should be uh, worried about here, is our one white boy in the mix and that's steve the reluctant german keep your eye on that racist bastard you know what else no one's ever accused this show of and that's being funny (laughs) but there's only one way to find out and that's start start the show with a theme song boys try it again paul Welcome, 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 everybody alive from the Dutch Hall. What a hot crowd. Well, we got a great show for you here tonight, Michael. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. What we have is uh, we have one of the greatest bands in podcast history. I'm going to call them the greatest band in podcast history. I would say so. They are called the Nocturnal Emissions, and they are comprised of the one person to my left, the guy who's the white guy in the mix here today. We already kind of introduced him. Steve, the reluctant German on lead guitar. Let's hear it for him, everybody. (laughs) Besides Steve, we have the band leader of the Nocturnal Emissions. We have my cousin, the wonderful Michael Bow is here. Let's hear it for Michael. And beside Mike, we have the the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions. The man on bass. We call him Whiskey Wes Higgins <laughs> on bass. Let's hear it for Whiskey Wes, I like that. Paul, I think uh, we might call if Wes is the balls, Paul would be the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Judge Hall. Simple. 
He's also our bartender, and he's my brother and bus driver. Let's hear for Paul Van Dyke. Right, here. Right. And we have a studio audience comprised of beauties that I've never seen the likes of before. Two of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen. We're going to introduce our studio audience because they're so gorgeous. It's the sweet, sweet Kelly mm. and Dr. Jane Van Dyke. Let's Ooh. hear it for them. Eye candy. And our guests tonight, we're happy to have them all the way from London, Ontario. Two great comics that I've had the pleasure of working with over uh, the last few months. It is uh, Dave Getachew and Warren Whitelock. Let's hear it for them. Hell yeah. Welcome down, boys. Wait, no, you still play until I say, and I am your host, two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Oh, yes. Now we go wah, wah, wah. He is also physically here. Yeah, (laughs) I'm here too. The trophies are right out front. Yeah, I put the trophies right there so you can see them. We took them down last week for Prince. Mm-hmm. Because I was a purple prince of podcasting last week, but this week back to two-time Presidents Club Award winner. Because uh, why not? They gave me the trophies. It just makes sense. When are they going to get smashed? Is the question. What's the over/under on when these two awards are going to get smashed? Never. Good question. Never. There's so much shit swinging in front of them and <laughs> drunks everywhere. Yeah, it hasn't happened. Show yet. every week is just a bunch of dr- a collection of drunks at different points of the wrecked day that show up here. Is that right? Yeah. I think that's the way I describe it. Anyways, I was wanting to say, before we get this uh, show on the road, because we got a great show tonight, mm-hmm. it was that uh, we had the first ever gig for Van Dyke Party Services. It's, it, no, normally, we save it for feedback. We got feedback. I think Van Dyke Party Services, because we've been plugging them so heavy, brought to you by Clean Flow. Great uh, by Clean Flow. The great men at Cl- and women at Clean Flow. Mm-hmm. Um, we had those jackets uh, presented to us, and it just really sparked an interest. Mm-hmm. Right? We got our first gig hired from Van Dyke Party Services. And for those of you who are maybe new to the show and listening for the first time, you don't know about Van Dyke Party Services. Really what it is is do you ever uh, have a party? Let's give you an example here of a retirement party. Why wouldn't we? Let's go. Uh, let's pretend that you're uh, that you're, that you're uh, worked 30 years for a company you just hated with a bunch of people that you just couldn't stand. You're happy as fuck to get away from these people. <laughs> and then uh, they decide they're going to throw you a retirement party. Ooh. No fun is to be had at that party. You know that. But what you could do is invite f- between 5 and 29 Van Dykes. Yeah. What we will do is I will get me and at least at, at least 5, if not 29 of my first cousins, will come to your house or to your retirement party. And I'll tell you, you're going to have the best retirement party you've ever want to have. Oh, we're going to crank it up a notch. All it's going to cost you is $100 <laughs> of cold hard cash. And all of our expenses, and they will be dear. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're not 100% satisfied, we will refund your money. The $100 will go right back to you, mm-hmm. but not the expenses because they've run through my body and probably yours. Don't live your life in regret. Hire Van Dyke Party Services. Uh, to hire us, go to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com to book Van Dyke Party Services. We worked our first gig as oh. Van Dyke Party oh, Services this Saturday. Ever. And it was uh, hired by our very own Michael Bow, who was mm-hmm. the very first person to hire us. Yes. <laughs> and in my back pocket of my blue jeans right now sits $100 of cold hard cash. Sure does. And Mike, I said to you right now, would you like the refund? You know what? I gave you that money for a reason because I'm 100% satisfied. That is 100% fantastic. satisfied. That is fantastic. I think the uh, crew of Van Dyke Party Services went above and beyond. 
We did. What you needed to do. Uh, the captain decided to stay until the wee hours of the morning. Yes. Mm. The cock I, was crowing. He I, was still there. I heard the call of the sun coming up. Yes. And uh, from in my slumber, I was in a- <laughs> Your you of a slumber. Yes. A bit of a horseshoe. Yes. What I did was- <laughs> Also but, with another Van Dyke. Yeah. I just pressed my feet in my own cousin's face and, and uh, went to sleep. For a good two hours, and then walked home in the cold. Re-energize yourself. Yeah. For the walk home. Yeah. Just wanted a little, little brisk walk in the night, and then my savior, my wife, came and picked me up, mm. took me out of my shivering misery. Remember that, Jane? <laughs> wow, what a nice thing you did. Yes. When I, I had to get drunk because it's part of my job. It's what we do. We're Van Dyke Party Services. We're there to, <laughs> we're there to uh, produce. We have people that paid us a hundred dollars to cool our cash. I'll tell you, that party was off the hook. It was mm -hmm. a good time. Yeah, your hot tub's never going to be the same. You come out of a party with a broken hot tub and a black guy, uh, you're pretty <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> pretty satisfied with the party. It's not boring, I'll tell you that much. No. That party, you know what it's got 100% of is good stories. It's great stories. <laughs> they come out of that. A lot of your shit's going to get wrecked. Yeah. It, That's part of the expenses. It just may happen. It's part of the expenses. Don't worry about it. Shit's going to happen in your house. We will give you a hundred bucks back if you don't like it. But you'll be telling those stories for till you die, the day you die. You'll be on your deathbed saying, "Remember Van Dyke Party Service came to my retirement party and shit on my pool table." <laughs> that was great. They just pulled up their yellow coats and let one go. <laughs> they weren't even wearing underwear. Yeah. Well, you know what, guys? Because I'm so excited. Oh, one thing we have to mention about that party mm. before we get in. what's up, Peter. Uh, is uh, Dave Charters. There's one guy we didn't oh, yes. mention today. Yes, this needs to be mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Dave Charters, he's a man that's not in our band today, and uh, and he's always missed on the show. And he did come to the party. He made an appearance with his wife. I appreciated it. Yep. Which was nice of him to come to the to the party. All the way from Burford. Yeah, yes. Beautiful all the, wife, Teresa. Yes. Really all the way from Simcoe, because he's already going to dinner in Simcoe. So like he he was coming down for another reason. He was already in the area. Don't give him too much credit. <laughs> no Steve. credit there. No. So what he did was, I don't, I'm, excuse me. I'm, I have to get away from the microphone for my sister Lori. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Very, <laughs> very considerate. Yes, but my, what happened was that uh, Charter shows up with his wife holding hands, right? Which is beautiful, right? It was. People nice. have been married to staunch Catholics with four children. Uh, they're still walking in, holding hands. That's beautiful, and right? For a night on the town. And for, only four? <laughs> only four, yeah. He's still at it. He's Just four. It, yeah. Solid work. Yeah. Solid work. Still time. It's the only four times he banged my cousin, I'll have you know. The only four times he's staunch Catholic. Otherwise, I'll fucking string him up. <laughs> anyway, it's Charters. Charters, uh, uh, he was sitting there holding my cousin's hand the entire night. And I'm not talking about, like, when he came in, they were holding hands, and then they stopped. They never stopped. They would walk everywhere holding hands. They would never stop holding hands the entire evening. This is true, right? It was beautiful and very uncomfortable. <laughs> you're like, oh, look at Dave and Teresa holding hands, and you're like, why are you still fucking holding hands? Like, There has to become a time where you're like, just shake the woman's hand off you. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, right? I can't, yeah. I can't hold my wife's hand forever. Yeah. He did. He promised her that he was going to hold her hand the whole night if he brought if she, if she let him come to the party. <laughs> that was it. That's a pussy move. I'd never make that deal. Give and take of marriage. Talking to a microphone or don't talk at all. That's what I say. I, I laugh from the bed. So. That sounds like a hostage situation. Yeah, I was just about to say he sounded like he's hostage if he can't let go. That's right, man. He That's wasn't. what I say. He was. He was. He if he couldn't let go, he was a hostage of his wife's situation. And what kind of man are you? 
if you're held hostage by your by your wife is what in I'm our saying. community, we like to call those a he bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they call him in Poland. He's not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. A he bitch is a good thing. Are you? Did I say he was a microphone? I was saying comment. Comes, like it comes from a sweet place, but it's not practical. Just to like hold someone's hand the whole night. Like after, if you make it five minutes, I'm like, I will clap yeah. for you because yeah. like your hand gets all sweaty and you, gross or whatever. That yeah, was. it was very odd. You know how hard it was to keep him away from the bean dip. With he couldn't eat it with one hand. <laughs> Normally, likes to shovel it in with two hands. Well, that's why he's in the kitchen the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's like Teresa. Can I use the hand that I'm holding you with to scoop up the nice bean dip? It was delicious though too. That bean dip, sweet sweet Kelly. Oh my mm. goodness. She's got, is there anything she doesn't do? I don't think so. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jane, I'm looking at you and I'm like, uh, there's like, it's like a, a duplicate of two awesome chicks <laughs> standing right in front of me. I would say so. It's like two, she's got everything. I know. Two of them. Can you believe it? <laughs> Anyways, we have to get into a segment at our show that we have to do every week where we talk to our listeners. There's a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website and you click on the Amazon banner, you can do all of your Amazon shopping and some of that money will come back and help make the show better. And we have used that money in the past to buy our new big board, which helped our band get better because I couldn't have done it with the old board. So you thank you for everyone now. that's done that. And actually someone this week or this month, I should say, bought some uh, shoes. They went on Amazon. They bought a bunch of shoes. Oh. They bought some beautiful footwear on Amazon. It got delivered to them, and, and that money came back. And some of that money came back and gave me a big, gave me a nice bunch of money. Oh, nice! From that, and I don't know who the person is because I don't get to have that kind of information. But I'm gonna tell you that person, whoever bought all those goddamn shoes, you're the listener of the week. You're the listener of the week. This is your week. Thanks for buying shoes. Yes, that's right. I like shoes. They cost a lot of money. Hey. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we're also brought to you by our friends at VG Meats. If you go to uh, our website, there's also a coupon on there. If you print it out and you bring it to either of the locations in Simcoe or Sony Creek, you get a good deal on some freezer meat, and uh, some of that money will come back and help uh, the life from the Dutch Hall get better. And uh, you know what? It's also brought to you this week by Bushstock Music Festival. That's exciting. The Bushstock Music Festival, which is... uh, when is that? September 3rd and 4th, 2016. So that's going to be the Labor Day weekend. Yep. Right. September 3rd and 4th. It's at uh, Lakeside Vista mm. and in the beautiful North Shore of Lake Erie. Mm. It's going to be a two-day music festival. I think there's about 500 campsites for the event. So if you want to, go online and check out uh, the Bush, Bush Stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you do a search for it, I know they have a Facebook page up like that, and you can ask them about tickets. If you uh, like them on Facebook, you'll start getting updates on what's going on with the lineup and uh, details on camping and stuff like that. Yeah, I saw the cool uh, banner they posted today. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. Does well it? done by the, uh, I would assume, the owners of Lakeside Vista. Yeah, look, yeah it was a cool it's picture. Exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool picture of it. So, so check it out on Facebook and follow it. Yeah, yeah still hoping to get on that bill. <laughs> still working on it? Yeah, yeah. I've been <laughs> no- negotiating heavily for nocturnal emissions to be on Thank that you. bill. Thank you. And I think you can pull it off, guys. Yeah. But I think, and we also cleaned up Eduardo. I'm, I'm offering up Eduardo for a, for a, 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 you know, like maybe a sing along with the kids. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. There I found a way awesome. to clean it up. Oh, very nice. Very, very nice. 
yeah. And anyways, uh, so uh, what I got to do when we do feedback every week is we talk to our listeners, and this week we got some feedback from listeners. And uh, one of them was on lifefromdutchall.gmail.com. This, this uh, piece of feedback is entitled Taint. 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 Right. He says, hey, Pete. The name is Taint. Yeah. He says, hey, Pete. I heard last week that the bass player in the band brought the balls aspect to the music. I was wondering who is the Taint. Oh. Taint is asking this. Right. We already said Paul might be the asshole. I'm probably the cock. Or no, the you're dick. The, you're the taint. No, charters. <laughs> charters. <laughs> he said, I'd have to, this guy says, I'd have to say charters. He says, that's my vote. The shows are great, and it's Kevin Van Dungeon that gave that. Oh, nice. Charters is the taint. Charters is the taint. Right. You know, a guy at Mike's party gave me this feedback. I don't know who the guy is. He said he walked into. Party feedback. There was somebody that was putting up a backsplash in a kitchen, and they were, the, uh, the crew was listening to the show. When he went in. Oh, yeah, right. Mm. I don't know who this guy that was, but he yeah. said to me. I know who it was, yeah. He says he'd like to hear more stories of bombing. It, like of when I when I go up and do stand-up, I've been doing stand-up uh, for the last little while. Yeah. He says he likes to hear stories of when I when you do terribly. <laughs> how it goes horribly wrong. Yeah, how it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> I've never seen that in person before. No. <laughs> Well, you never seen what me me bomb or you bomb? I was being sarcastic. First of all, I've bombed for sure. Yeah, <laughs> everybody eats shit at some point. Yeah, to bomb at some point. Well, yeah. I think what's what's an appropriate ratio of like bombing to succeeding where you think that uh, you got a problem? You know what I mean? Like, there's a certain amount of it that's just writing the material and you have to do it, right? It depends on the venue. If it's a workout room versus a live like a a, a show show. Yeah, yeah. And if it's what stage of stand-up are you in? Are right. you still fresh? Are you still figuring yourself out? Are you years in and still eating dick? On yeah, a yeah. Basis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Plus, sometimes you're just going to eat a dick. Like they're, Sometimes they're just bad crowds, honestly. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I've definitely eaten a dick in front of a good crowd as well. But, mm -hmm. I mean, at the same time, it's like sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's actually the room. Well, two weeks ago at Poachers, I had uh, we had a good room. We were playing the big room at Poachers, right? Well, it was good at the beginning, at the beginning, right? Yeah, but after their little buddies had gone up, the cunt ratio had exponentially <laughs> increased, right? Oh, he fits right? in so well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I agree. But uh, but at the beginning, it was going so well, so the promise the promise of, of being able to maintain that energy was great. Yeah. You thought you should be able to do well, so, right? Room full of young kids or energetic. For the most part, they were behaved before the little buddies went up. They were, yeah, yeah. You know, receptive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was good. And then when their buddies, and then after the people they were there to see went up, then they'd lost interest completely. One time. And fell apart. And then I went up there, and whatever I said was wrong because they hated <laughs> they hated me. Like, it got worse and worse. And the more I tried to dig myself out of the hole, the more I just kept getting deeper into it. Like, it was, they just hated me more and more. <laughs> Until nobody liked me, it's like I was pissing off the room. Like it was like one of those like raindrops, like on Jurassic Park, and you see it kind of like it spreads out, a ripple. <laughs> yeah. The middle of the room hated me at the beginning because that's who I was talking to, and then the rest of the room started to hate me from that. Like the most of them weren't paying attention, but once they started paying attention, then they started to hate me, and it got worse as it went on. Have you ever done that? Like, but doing well like when you first have like a couple people and then all like it you eventually get the entire crowd the good the good way the good version of that yeah uh i would never notice i would never <laughs> notice if it happened to be honest with you i don't have i don't enjoy the simple 
the good things that happen. I only dwell on the on terrible. The horrible, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, that's everyone. I, as a comedian, <laughs> that's how you become funny. I feel like so, to some degree. Well, even when this guy told me to do this, it took me three days to get over that one. Like it really did. Like it was like three days of waking up in the middle of the night, just swearing at myself yeah. for all the missed opportunities to clean, like to fix it that you knew you could have done. But if I didn't fuck up like that, yeah, you would. Then I wouldn't have it. even thought that way to think about how I could have not fucked it up, right? And then I wouldn't have got better. Any True. process of growth is going to be some level of pain. Right, right. You're going to have to fuck up if you're going to get better. Right. There's it, no way around it. Yeah, they didn't start out being able to play Rage Against the Machine, no. I imagine, right? Like, at first you were like, I don't know how my fingers work. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know, but they didn't have to do guitar. it in front of an audience. Yeah, we get to hide <laughs> away. That is true. They we could do it. it in their bedroom, you know, like with nobody watching, and then wait till they got good at it, and then do it in public. That's why we do like to put them out here every week and just wait till they get in here at nine, and then yeah. about nine fifteen we say, play this song that you've never played play before. Rage Against the Machine song, and then uh, <laughs> sing it at the beginning, and then which is great, by the way. I just wanted to point that out. I wasn't yeah. sure if I was allowed to talk then, but. No, oh, you're allowed. To, I'm sorry, you're allowed to talk whenever. You get to the point of mediocrity, and then you're like, <laughs> then then you're done. Never play that song again. That's, right. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. That's when what you guys are great, yeah. just to be able to do it that much. That's what I don't know. Yeah. Next we, next time I come on, I was asking if you guys would learn to play. Uh, Baby got back, and then I'll rap it. <laughs> nice. No, nope. hey, if you'll rap nice. it, hell yeah, I will sure for sure. Hell yeah. I might start pop locking. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that we'll sounds like an here. awesome plan. <laughs> See, and it's funny because we had a rehearsal last night about our. We've got a gig coming up at David's. Oh yes, yes. I'm sorry, my <laughs> last, uh, my, my, the last plug. Yeah. So we were we were talking about songs that we could pick. Right. Um, and and then we thought about all the songs that we've learned for five minutes and then thrown away. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, we use some of those. Like maybe but, we should play some of those for real. We, we, we really... know like the first verse and the chorus of like twenty songs. <laughs> exactly. Did you use any of them? No. Uh, <laughs> no I would say nope. We have not. Although yeah. we are asking for requests on the uh, the Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, so you're playing May seventh yeah. at David's in Port Dover. That's right. The uh, nice. the nice Martini Bar. Double Olive mm-hmm. Lounge. If you go to this nice, beautiful, high class restaurant, you go upstairs to the Martini Bar. There will be nocturnal emissions blown all over the place. You're spewing in your ear holes. I have yeah. suggested to and is from AMG. You guys would love it. Oh. AMG. Yes. The song the the song is called "Bitch Better Have, have My, my money. money." Yeah, by AMG. It's it's, uh, it's the opener to Patrice's uh, Black yeah, Phillip yeah. show. Yes, that's the one that Rihanna did the cover of recently. Okay, and it's it was just a she did a good job, but it just kind of hurt my feelings. I like the original <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, oh yeah, yeah. Rihanna did the cover of that. That's yeah, why I she know did. It. She did like somewhat of a cover of it, but. It just didn't have the same misogynistic sting that I like. Yeah, we'll have to do that after that. Guys, we have two songs to play next time these guys come in. That sounds like a blast. At least we got a little warning. Yeah, we got warning this time. (laughs) Usually we give them five, ten minutes. This one's at least a week. Perfect. 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 You know what? We also got, uh, so that's good enough for that. We uh, We also like to talk to the guy every week. He's been with us since the very beginning of the show, and he's given us feedback on iTunes. Every single week. And this week's no exception. It's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. You know what? What should we do? Should we play his theme song? We might as well. All right. Got it. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go. If she's black, I'll sniff her crack. Hi-ho, hi-ho. 
That was beautiful. Wow. Thank you very much. Delicious. I, did, Delicious. I, 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 I put a racial uh, tinge to the regular theme song I this week. I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. And, uh, I thought it was going to be something. It was just like an, uh, kind of like an homage to you guys coming all this way. I was going to high five you. I appreciate the effort. Yeah, th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the Asian Dwarf every week sends us feedback. This week's no exception. This week he gives us five stars. Five one, stars, two, he says. Three, four, five. He says two episodes in one week. That's a lot of comedy. Three words for you. Uh-oh. Mobile Podcast Studio. Mobile Podcast Studio. An MBS. You buy one of those 42-footers, paint it up Dutch Hall colors, and set up your studio inside. Then you get Paul one of those, in brackets, village people chauffeur hats. You know when the Haitian dwarf says village people, you know what he means, eh? Sexy. Yeah, yeah and he kind of brings us down that sh- that whole uh, homophobic thing that we get accused of. Yeah. <laughs> and it, why are you guys accused of homophobia? Yeah, I want to hear this. Because we grew sweet. Because doctors. we say because uh, we make mention of things like like that. Uh, he's that uh, when you grow mustaches and wear sweet leathers and right. old hats, you sometimes that uh, people make fun of you for being gay, and you point it out. And then you get grouped into that, you know? Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. happened. I'm having innocent fun. The fact that we look like the village people in our suite of picture before our tour yeah. is only like, uh, it's not the, it wasn't our intent. Our intent was to look like CCR. Yeah. What about <laughs> some the, like cool 70s band? Y- yeah. YMCA you know, made, made some pretty decent money. You're not doing hey, that right? Bad. That's right. Right? Yes, exactly. You're on our team on that you one, get, right? You could throw in yes. Macho Man as a weak second one. Right? See? That's what I'm talking about. Thank They're you. a great success. We have no problems with them. That's and right. Yet still, we get grouped in that category. We just, we're just, I actually, I've become a bigger fan Me too. of uh, of the village people since Haitian Dwarfs mocking Oh, I'd rock that. To be honest, when you say, it's a village people hat. I'm saying that must be a boss fucking hat. He must yeah, be wearing yeah, le- like the Indian hat. Yeah, the I'd fucking, fucking cool rock shit. Styling, yeah, the captain's hat. <laughs> Goddamn right you would the way you drove that bus. <laughs> so you see, you're supposed to wear a chauffeur hat and hit the road on a North American tour. Whoa. Nice. Yeah, nice. sounds like a good plan. And don't forget the groupies, because that's what being a rock star is all about, right? Of course. That's what he says, H <laughs> H D. Which I think he was saying because that fell flat in our Orangeville show. Remember when, when we, I brought that up and everybody just was like, because all like the girlfriends and wives are with them. And I'm like, I was just saying, like, when you have a rock star fantasy, Warren and Dave, you got to understand that if you have a rock star fantasy, you want to go off on a rock tour once in a lifetime. You just like saying, I always want to be a rock star. I'm going to do a rock star tour, right? Yeah. That's been my life. Right? <laughs> yeah. It involves pussy. In the fantasy of thinking about it, it involves women in yeah. some way, shape, or form, right? Of course. I'm trying to make it a Why reality, would it not, baby. Is my only question. <laughs> like, you have a very beautiful wife. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. But it's like the ultimate rock star fantasy is to sort of be like, well, I'm one for the world. <laughs> Correct? Like, you can enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying you'd be cool with that. No, she's not cool with it at all. She's against it. No, but, but at in, least the fantasy. But in fantasy, the fantasy land. right? Well, that is part right. of the whole That's rock star fantasy. just being fantasy. healthy to have the fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Frivolous pussy on tour. She's agreeing. I don't want people to think this. <laughs> no, the fantasy. The fantasy is what it's about. Like when you're thinking about, I'm a rock star. Like I'm not saying about doing it, but I'll tell you, if I was in a, <laughs> if I had the opportunity and I could say at the last minute, no, I'm married. Get out of here. I could still know, like I could have that girl. You yeah, know, it's, a win. Great. it's a win. True. It's a win. It's a win. Right. Yeah, it's a one in the column. You know, I don't have to do it. I won't do it. But sure would like to know that girl's a horny for me or something like that. Give me a little confidence. <laughs> the thirst is real. <laughs> 
No, right? see, girls don't ever have to worry about that because they're like they can basically assume that like if she, if you're a decent looking girl, even if you're not really like, there's a guy that will be like, I totally want to want to have sex with that. Oh yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. a skinny Jamaican right? guy. But Trust for me. but for guys, <laughs> we're like, do they want to have sex That's with us? Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, no one, no, like exactly. You girls never have to wonder if a girl, a guy, would want to have sex with you. We, I, I would always wonder that. Like, why would any woman want to have sex with me? Yeah, it's disgusting. I look at myself naked every day. It's side horrible. View. That's side view. The side view is not good. Oof. Yeah, my body looks like melted ice cream. Cone I'm glad I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> that golfer physique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just really. It's like remember Barbara Papa. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm getting more like a Barbara Papa because like it's all like uh, weird shapes. Like it's, it doesn't make sense. My arch in my back is too much, and then my yeah. gut is out. And like I don't have no chest. No, I have a mini version of that. I also have like six chest hairs. It's awesome. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> no, but I basically have that same thing because like I'm an Ethiopian, so we get fat weird. Like I got fat. Like I'm fat in my nipples. Yeah, you get and my fat wrong. <laughs> I guess that's. Horrible. That's an Ethiopian trait is getting fat wrong. It's just weird. Like if you you're meant to it, be hungry. My like my dad has like a giant ass belly. Like just it's ridiculous. But I'm like really he just looks like an adult version of one of those kids that have that disease in Africa when you can't eat. <laughs> you have a giant ass belly, right? Look, I'm not hating, but the fucking the shit is real. And <laughs> to me, I'm just like I just don't want to get to that. That's my goal. I want to be one of those fit old dudes. Yeah. You never see like he's like I don't I don't put alcohol in my body. H- except yeah. I, except H- I totally H- put alcohol in my body. I don't mind that. H E H is the way around it. Yeah, I can I drink go. beer and sit like you know stuff that Joe Rogan does. He so, can be with them fit fifty year olds. So that right? Stallone shoulders. said everyone will be doing it. There you go. Stallone is a poster boy for that. Yeah, he is too. He is. Yeah. How is he the same age as my daddy and jacked? So what's the what's the what's the bad side of it? Like what's the downside to it? Uh, pimento balls. Well, uh, I was gonna say I think that's what steroids with HGH though. Your body actually uh, makes HGH. Like that's what helps you grow through puberty. So it's just a nut, it's just an enhancement of I that. Think, I think just like testosterone, if you injected more testosterone, then they have to give you like pills to also deal with the fact that your like estrogen levels will boost to make up for the difference, right? Because your testosterone and estrogen have to be at certain levels. Right, right. Fool you, a scientist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I was I was a skinny Ethiopian kid. I wanted to play sports. I was like, how would this how would this happen? But I never got around to actually doing. It. I did the research though. I was like, I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> what if I want to be the one Ethiopian sprinter? Like, what do I? You guys like distance running? Yeah. That's that's yeah. That's my people's uh, sort of fucking sport, I guess. Jamaica. Well, soccer too. Obviously, we got to sprint. Every, You're fast. Every third world country uh, loves uh, soccer. Every third world country loves soccer. Yeah, they do. They love soccer. Yeah, everyone. It's kind of funny. The Every country have... loves soccer except for like two. America. Yeah. And exactly. us. And Canada. Yeah. yeah, hockey. Hockey reigns supreme up here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody like, else plays soccer, I think, eh? Yeah. yeah. The I rest think, of the world. We like seeing soccer. people go down, but like go down for real. Not like one of those, like I slid yeah. in your leg and then I just jumped over and was like, he hit me. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why indoor soccer would play better in Canada. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have to embellish things because it's just a smaller thing. The ref could see it, right? Yeah. That's what they do in those big. And is that why they do it? Is that why they dive? Is because it's a big field, and I always think they have to like really show the foul. Yeah, it's more it, strategy. Yeah, yeah, it's strategy. Yeah, like. But a lot of times awesome. they do actually get fouled, and then they really over the top sell it. Yeah, you'll yeah, see. But, <laughs> you'll see some slow motion replays where guys just don't get hit, but they totally dive. Yeah, yeah. It like, those advantage, are the ones where right? they get the. They just try to get the advantage. Right. You think it's always fake then? It's a lot fake. It's yeah. There's more. They act the hell out of it. There's a lot. Like back in the day, when if you ever, I don't know if you guys watch basketball, you're all white. 
but uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> But no, back no. in like the in the nineties and stuff, you could basically just like check people as they're coming yeah. into the lane. Yeah, right? they would mug them. It was and, awesome. Yeah, and now if you like if you charge it to the lane and then a guy like touch like just gently slaps you on the behind or something, then they'll get called for a foul because it's like yeah. that's what they can't. But before they would just like totally throw elbows. Yeah, those mugging people. At, like, yeah, remember at seeing Michael like, Jordan and stuff. Yeah, remember the Detroit sure. Pistons. Yeah, they, oh, late 80s early that's 90s. why that's why Jordan hated uh, Isaiah Thompson because they I would play Thomas, so Thomas. rough. Oh, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Last one. Um, but yeah, that's correct. But uh, to me, I was like, <laughs> when you'd see when you knew like Michael Jordan wanted him. The reason uh, Isaiah Thomas wasn't on the uh, Olympic team was because of Michael Jordan. He hated him so much that he said, if he's on the Olympic team, then we won't have him on. Really? So that's wow. what they. So they wouldn't let Isaiah Thomas on. I'm like, yeah, if because he's so dirty. Be, because they, they he just fucked with him. Played for the Pistons. Right? It's just like anything yeah. else. They beat him up 88, 89, like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Bill and Beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, the microwave Vinny, the microwave Johnson. Johnson yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Joe John, Dumars, John Sally. Yeah, they had a nice little squad. Still. Dennis Rodman, yep. the worm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those those are great teams, man. Those guys would beat you up, and and those guys were intimidating motherfuckers. And yeah, now you watch, time. now you watch basketball, oh, and I'm not intimidated by those guys no, as much anymore. They not. seem like they're soft. Yeah, you're like if I played a pickup game against them, I would lose, but I wouldn't be like in pain afterwards. Yeah. I'd just be like, yeah, I shouldn't have run. Charles Oakley would kick your ass. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Patrick Ewing's gonna make you. <laughs> Hurt. No, Charles yeah. Look, Barkley, man, I had an argument with Barkley. Barkley's gonna beat the shit out of No wrong. Bill Lampier put the knuckles of God upside uh, Charles Barkley's head. Believe that. Yeah, yeah. He was rocking the shiner for a couple Even of Oh, remember that? His eye was like hanging out That's of his head. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's white. It don't matter though. He's harder than a coffin nail. Yeah, he'll, oh, he's a badass. Yeah, but those are big. Those are big men. Oh, he's he seven foot man. Dude. He didn't give a yeah. shit. One time I was looking at Kobe because there's this amazing. I, I like. I'm a big MMA guy, uh, and. I like uh, John Jones. He does a spinning back elbow. Well, the first oh, time the I mod, saw a spinning baby. back oh, elbow was actually Kobe Bryant spinning back elbowing Mike Bibby unconscious. <laughs> oh, oh really? Done. Just he's entirely done. down, like like almost like a movie, sort of like he gets hit and he like flies backwards, basically. And he is out for like five minutes. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I was looking for it because I wanted to see it a little while ago. I, I love watching MMA, so I like to figure out how other people are doing things. And I was like, Kobe knocked a guy straight out. How could he do this? So I typed in Kobe, and then I typed in elbow, and then it immediately pops up Kobe elbow nigga Bryant highlight. (laughs) 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 That's his middle name. That's that's, that's his nickname. uh, I didn't know that was his middle name. (laughs) (laughs) Look for it on YouTube, white people that listen to this. (laughs) Doesn't fit on the jersey. So uh, before, oh, sorry, the one thing we got to do. We had a listener remind us that I said on March 31st that I was going to uh, draw the, the do the draw for the Haitian Dwarf um, theme song. The people that wrote in for the Haitian Dwarf theme song. Mm. I said that we'd enter their name into a draw for a t-shirt. Oh, very nice. So I entered the people's name in the jar of hate. I have it right here to draw for a Life from Dutch Hall t-shirt. So for everyone that sent in a, life, or a, uh, a lyric for the Haitian Dwarf theme song at lifefromdutchhallgmail.com, put your name in this jar. And I'm just going to pick the winner here. The winner is... Ah, Julie Franklin. Really? Julie Franklin. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, she gets a t-shirt. So, Julie, we'll reach out to you to get your Live from the Dutch Hall t-shirt to you. Uh, Thanks for sending in lyrics for the Haitian Dwarf theme song. I hope you did that, too, because I put you in the draw. (laughs) Who is this Haitian dwarf? Sorry to cut you. Oh, the Haitian dwarf. Oh, he's been he's been writing his feedback each and every week, uh, Warren, and uh, and I'll tell you, I don't know much about him, 
I know that he struggles with his sexuality. That's been clear over the feedback over the number of weeks. Okay, lovely. I know that he's a, he's an athlete. He's a, he participates in dwarf tossing. Nice. We know oh, that wow. about him. Or twossing. Twossing, yeah. yeah. Do you know uh, what else What else we know about the Haitian dwarf? Uh, he's been mutilated a bit, hasn't he? His genitalia? Oh, it's true. No, no, no. He, he considered it. Oh, he considered oh. it. He considered oh, going a, a, performing a nullo procedure. Have you ever heard of a nullo? Is that where they just make it a head in a sack? Yeah, and uh, you no uh, shaft. You just you're like you're genderless. Oh, a eunuch. Yeah, like yeah, a eunuch. eunuch. Yes, but they yes. call it a nullo. You have no genitals at all. You're like nullo, just like Sorry. a pee hole or something. I guess <laughs> there must be some hole to let the pee just out. Just well, no, you have the, the pee two. hole and the booty pipe. Those are kind of necessary, just medically. It's a booty pipe, the butthole. Or exhaust, muffler, whatever you want. You know, <laughs> take your pick. Yeah, the poop shoot. Yeah, you know, you can get creative. Yeah, Brown Town. There we go. <laughs> the old, uh, the old <laughs> mudslides. <laughs> yes, we have a bunch of terms for buttholes yeah. <laughs> in our community. <laughs> HD's is just a great supporter. <laughs> no, he's just a listener to the show. He sends us feedback every week on iTunes. That's for real. And we just read it out, and he keeps doing it. And we don't know his identity. Other than what he says to us. Oh, I'm, I'm a fan of the Haitians, though, by the way. That's just why I asked. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How well does he do at the dwarf tossing? Does anyone know? Is he like a champion dwarf tosser? Or, and, oh, yeah, or twasser, sorry? Yeah. Is he a tosser yeah, or the tossee? He's yeah. to- he gets tossed. Yeah, he's oh, a tossee. He's a tossee. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is there right. like, do you guys- It's more like a performance thing. Like, you're one of the best performers in dwarf tossing. Okay. Is what I believe it to be. Yeah. So, like, you're not, like, winning any prize, like, on the gold medal guy that gets thrown against the yeah. wall. But- He's one of the best performers in the dwarf twassing bit twassing business. <laughs> does, does, does is it like music, professional wrestling then kind of? There's a lot of art. Yeah, 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 it's an art. It's yeah. an art. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I believe it to be. But uh, you know, maybe I'm being presumptuous here. He would be able to speak better to it, of course. But uh, but that's what I believe. I think it, you just when you when you get the bravado, even like bowling Dwarf bowling or whatever, <laughs> you know, to be able to go down. Is the, that a thing? I'm sorry, I don't, yeah. I don't know this. You, you guys are yeah. fucking killing me. It's yeah. a thing. It's for real. It's for real. Yeah. Dwarf bowling. Do you like roll them up? You put them on a skateboard. Or? Oh. And then you roll them down the bowling alley, and they knock the pins out. And the champion is small, yeah. Ern. Because they thought dwarf tossing wasn't the most demeaning thing in the world. That they would actually strap them to a board and go them down. Now you're gonna do that with some pizzazz. God right? bless frat white boys. They come up with some really God. crazy shit. God bless them. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you guys. Well, yes. That is just like old money and no conscience. Yes. Yes. Conscience. Sorry. I got a trust fund. Fuck these midgets. Yeah. Or dwarfs. Whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> It's that sort of sensitivity. I don't get it. I always it, picture dwarfs as angry. Sorry, I just, just want to. Yeah, they are. They're not always angry. No, that's yeah. That's the funny thing. He's probably like super happy about getting tossed. No, he he, he takes pride in his profession. Nice. Is it like from from our conversations with him? He he seems very proud of what he does. Eh? Would you yeah. say? Yeah. He's a. Uh, you know what we should do is give that's our like guests a proper introduction. That's right. Yes, we should. You know, it's that time. Today's <laughs> we finished with feedback. Now, tonight's guest, all the way from London, Ontario, they came down to visit us. As I said, I worked with them before. We have two great comics, Dave Getachew and Warren Whitelock are here. Let's hear it for Warren. So I wanted to have you guys in. We talked about it for for a while now. Yeah, it's been a while. And uh, we said uh, that I wanted to have you guys in because normally if us guys are sitting around a room talking about race... Mm -hmm. We're gonna be. We're. We, there's no one to tell us that we're full of shit, yeah. right? 
that yeah. we have. You don't no, have like a you don't have a, a like a small Asian man to help you. We have nobody. Out. We're just white. Look at look at the white faces <laughs> surrounding it's us. Just white. Oh, can't sorry, be any. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they are now. Well, we are. They're somewhere in the woodpile because I got to tell you about the Van Dykes. You know, normally you think of a Dutch family. What do you think of? Blonde hair, blue eyes, right? Sure. Tall, like pale skin. Our aunts and uncles, they take to the sun like nobody I've ever seen before. Oh, yes. Right? Uh, tight, curly hair. Yeah. Tight, curly hair. Yeah. yeah. No shit, man. I'm the only one without, with straight hair. Me and my brother are the only one with straight hair. My, my, all the rest of them curly, right? Yeah, tight Mike? and curly. You might want to shake the family tree then. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. You might want to give it a shake, see how many Portuguese drop out. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ever go to a Van Dyke wedding where we're dancing on the dance floor? Because oh. everybody's mm-hmm. got... Moves like a kind of like where you're like I don't know where people get those moves from. Moves like nice. Jagger. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can dance it's starting to come. It's starting to come. It's starting to come clear to you, right? Yeah. There's something in the woodpile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might you might have some family of Ethiopian descent. I know. I think I'm positive, eh? I'm positive we we do. I've thought it. For, I've thought it forever. I've seen. I've seen my dad. I play basketball against him. He's a damn good ball player. <laughs> damn good ball player. Damn. Do you say that? Mike, you ever seen my dad play basketball? No, I haven't. But he, he takes the outside shot. Yeah. Shoot the J. Pushes it off. I had one of the toughest basketball matches of my whole life, one-on-one against my old man. Big Willie yeah. Styles. Oh, yeah. That's what he did, though. I was good at the outside shots, to be honest with you. And then uh, he kept muscling <laughs> me in. Take strong to the hole. Yeah, he was he was playing inside game on me and pushing me around like crazy. Man strength. But I got the outside shot, and I was thinking, because I was, when I was a kid, I didn't have any, like, I lived on a farm and had no friends. You just sit there and shoot baskets all day. So then uh, he came out and played me one-on-one, and uh, he I was just shooting that same basket I shot a thousand times, you know? And then he, he realized that I was killing him on that, so he kept fouling the fuck out of me when I was at <laughs> I that like thing. Him Classic old man move. That's the way you yeah, learn. And then muscling the fuck out until he tied the game up and then called it. A, he didn't want to beat me, just tie me. And then he called it a, a draw, and then it was a good game or whatever. But he wanted he it was a, I got a beating for him like, until he caught up. up yeah, we would have played till hundred until he tied it, I think. Right. So you guys are uh, what I did was uh, we we kind of joke around about the fact that uh, that you guys are black, but the, we have had bla- we we've had yeah you're black yeah, yes that's you're no white too matter, right we are black. <laughs> yeah, but you are you're white too right Warren? And both of my folks are mixed. He looks Mexican. Oh, you're like yet. a you're like a double mix. Or whatever it's generations of brown folks. His voice is Jamaican, but his body is Mexican. I don't trust him. Allegedly. Where were you born? I was born here in Canada. And then did you where have you lived? Uh fuck South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, Miami, Florida, Jamaica, all over the place. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, so you've seen it all, like, especially like if we're as long as we're on uh, talking about race, like so you've seen the way, um, like you've seen black culture in a lot of different settings. Yeah, well, some, I, but most of mine was I lived in the south, mm-hmm. in when I lived in the states. Yeah, but now you live in Canada. Yeah, and it's different. Way it's, better. So what's the no. difference? Like They're aggressive with the racism. That's what I like. You like just knowing where you stand? Yes. Uh, That's kind of nice. Yeah. But what if hey, we... we don't serve y'all around here now. Yeah. No disrespect or none, but we don't serve y'all in these kind of restaurants. Sorry, sir. And okay, that... cool. I'll go to the barbecue pit across the street. No problem. Fine. Yeah, at least you know you're dealing with a dickhead, right? Yeah. No, it's like the Trump thing. Not really. Yeah. It, it, like Dave was saying, we threw him off. They're like, what brand of brown are you, boy? <laughs> you know, and then I'm from so-and-so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Still, we don't want y'all around here. Even 
But okay, cool, deuces. But do you think because you had that experience where you lived and you you were exposed to that sort of thing, that when you come to Canada, and where like if you look at a guy like me, like to be like to be honest with you, I think about race about zero percent of the time. Why like, would never? You? Why would you? It never comes up in my it, head. It doesn't. No. You don't yeah. have to interact or. It doesn't. It's not something I'm confronted with on a daily basis, right? So yeah. like it's not something that that comes up. But, I wish I could say the same. Yeah, you can't. But yeah. like, uh, but if you were, uh, but like, uh, what I'm saying is that when I do, when I am like uh, presented with, uh, uh, like when I meet a guy that's of a different culture or different race, Whatever. I don't think anything of it because I live in Canada, yeah, where people come from all over the world to live here, and then Everybody. you just you're like when you see a person of a different uh, culture, you're just like, uh, it just blends in with the woodwork, whether they be from Belgium or Norway or. Ethiopia or Jamaica or oh, yeah. wherever, you know, it's the same thing. We're all just coming to the same place. So for me, it's like it never really enters enters the consciousness to even become an issue. But in the states, it's part of their like everyday dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah, you guys don't have a history of slavery. Well, did you guys also hear? Did you guys hear about Tamir Rice? Oh, sorry. Did you guys hear about Tamir Rice? No, I didn't. Okay, Tamir Rice is a twelve-year-old kid in was it Chicago? No, Ohio. Ohio. And he uh, he got shot by a police officer in he the back. Oh playing, right, right. He was playing with a Play BB gun, gun and w they said within I think less than two minutes, That's the officer no, no, who just seconds. came out of the car um, just immediately started shooting at the kid, and he said that he looked like a giant beast. And I'm like, you see this picture of the kid, and you're like, right, you know, yeah. like you know, it's a twelve-year-old. That's a giant, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you're like, no, you see the picture of the kid, you're like, no, this is just a twelve-year-old. Right, right. Like this is horseshit. So but you look at that, like that is a, that is a culture of fear, though, right? Like those guys have built that culture of, of like, of fear in the police officers, even. Yeah, no. Of where they've like, black people don't call the police. Black people do not call the police. No. Where I don't think, like, have you when you're in Canada? Do you know it's the same? Do you know it's the same prejudice? Like, you know, you hear that. The 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 complaint nah. in the states is always like you know uh, you're getting different treatment you're being profiled all the time uh, that sort of thing. Do you, do you, would you notice that here in in like London for example? It's oh, sorry. No, I just I had the long dreadlocks at one point and I looked the part of that dude. Right. And yes, I got pulled the fuck over all the time. Really? It was on my dick. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. When I had a fro when I was younger, I had a giant ass fro like a, just a big afro. And I'd braid it sometimes, and uh, <laughs> they would. I would. I got pulled over nine times in the time that I had a fro. Really? Ever since I got it, ever ever since I lost the fro, I've been pulled over four times, and uh, two of those weren't were for no reason, and then two of those were for speeding tickets. So I'm like, at least the speeding ticket guys. I'm like, all right, you got me. Yeah, you can't blame it on the fro all the time, right? <laughs> no, of course not. That's why yeah. I was like, when I'm legitimately speeding, I'm like, well, I guess he's got me here. I yeah, can, yeah. I can't be, I can't black my way out of if this. If you're just like you're driving down, <laughs> driving down Main Street and getting pulled over for like a something, speeding, yeah, it's just I was like, all right, a headlight or something like that that he's making up. But yeah, but I noticed once I cut the fro, though, it went down a ton. So is that right? Eh? Yeah. It was when I was with uh, the little white chick there, and she didn't believe me about the shit when I was driving, till she was driving with me the one time. And right. the boy pulls up beside me. He gives me the one solo. I, you know, ah, shit. I know he's going to pull me over. Watch. Why would he pull you over? You're not speeding. Just watch, dummy. He's going to pull me over. <laughs> Why would he do that? You're not breaking the rules. Okay. Woo! The bells and the whistles come up. <laughs> How can I help you? I, I got white in the heart. How can I help you, officer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fit the description of boom, 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 boom. Step out. 
and then that whole horse shit. But I was going to say, overall, I'd say Canada is way less than yeah. America. America is, like, ridiculous. I don't well, have to worry but, about getting killed. No, exactly. Right. I don't have to worry about losing my life. And I, I work at the courthouse, and uh, most of the police officers there are pretty great, upstanding dudes. Have I met some shitheads? Absolutely. But, yeah. I mean, like, generally, the shitheads are few and far between. But I don't think we have the communities that are, like, bred to, feel, like, feel, like, I don't know what it's like. I only know it's like in rural, in the rural areas, right? Like where I grew up and live and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know if we have a person that's from anywhere, if you have an Asian person or a black person or Indian person or anyone of color, uh, and they, they're living here, they just become assimilated into the peer group in their class or in their, whatever, in their, uh, community. And they they just become like, yeah, they have no choice, right? Because there's like so few of them, they just become assimilated into the group. Most of the time, they'll probably um, like marry. Like like if I live in Jamaica, I would probably just, I would probably live amongst. I'd marry local and, you know, like do, and then just become part of the community. And that's how we notice it here. But in in like the cities, it becomes more... um, where there's not integrated as much, people stay to stay to like more close communities and stuff like that, and it doesn't tend to be more as as integrated. And yet, in the country, they get the mm-hmm. reputation for being the. Re- I was gonna say that's the funny thing. Me and my brother used to talk about this. We used to think we used to legitimately think that anyone who listened to country music was racist. Yeah. We just sort of assume because like there are two genres for racist people. It's like country music and then like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. And it's like so. I'm like, if you listen to one of those, I assume there's like at least a like 85 percent chance you're racist. But yeah. like, we grew up, and we actually have uh, an Ethiopian cousin who moved down. He did his master's in uh, engineering. It's not like it's not that. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you give a heck to it. Sorry, I was gonna say, and he loves he loves country music. Yeah, yeah. So we were just like, no, no, just some people like this shit. It's because like that's the problem with every movie we've ever seen. Yeah. Like the people from the country are racist, and it's always like, oh, well, you're out in the country. It's like, we might be dealing with some problems here, boy. And it's like, but every time I go to the country, even the people I've met from like further out than like cities and stuff are usually actually way cooler, oddly enough. I feel like it's because they've just had enough experiences with people generally. They're like, well, I'll figure out this dude as opposed to being like, well, he's this color I don't like. Fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think it's that. It's more like, hey, somebody different actually came to our buttfuck small town. Holy yeah. shit, somebody new. Thank you for making the trip out here appreciate that wow why why are you here who are you here to visit you know that yeah exactly isn't that what it mostly is is it's just hospitality more than anything else oh you know and uh i was gonna say like it's not like uh it makes you racist if you like country music it's just that a hundred percent of racists like country music (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) we were we were talking about on the way here like because we're so far out from where we know where we are that it's yeah. like if they decided to kill us, they could totally do that. We yeah. have no real way to. They like we had the podcast on, we had those guys on, and it's like no one ever heard from them again. And <laughs> yeah. No one asked questions. Yeah. Like, All right, well, Dave, it's like we they did... got us. What are you gonna do? <laughs> they tricked us for GPS. Tricked us with the podcasting, but <laughs> yeah, you know you're like the the you know like the third person has made that claim too. Right? <laughs> J- Jason Allen was terrified the first time Absolutely, he came down yeah. here. They, he thought we I just tricked him here to kill him. Yeah. Cuz he didn't even know me from anything. He uh, just I met him at a show. Oh, uh he yeah. opened for Tom Segura. Oh yeah, And I just show. saw him at that show and I was yeah. like, "Hey, you want to do my podcast?" and he showed up. Yeah. He, there's some dude out of nowhere. I've never, he never met me before. No, Jason Allen, great human being, yeah. <laughs> But I, he thought I was bringing him here to kill him. And I'm like, I thought I, I you know, I, I never met him before. Yeah. And the guy's got a long beard and long hair. And yeah. Looks like he's kind of a homeless guy. Yep. Slash serial killer. My, my brother yeah. thought we were we were going home from a bar one night and my brother came to pick us up. And he saw uh, me. It was me, Jason Allen and Jonathan James. 
And he's like, why are why were those bums following you when I got in the car? And then they get in the car. I'm like, oh, these are these are my friends. I know them from comedy. They're gonna they're gonna get a ride home. And they told me later on, he's like, why? So why are you friends with those homeless people? Like, I'm sure they're funny, but like, there's no <laughs> reason to be friends with homeless people. I'm like, no, no, they're they're perfectly fine. They have the option to trim their beards if they'd like to. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Well, the thing is too, like, I used to hate dudes with beards and all that shit. But I realized after a while, I'm like, it just depends on the dude. You can have a having a beard, not having a beard is horseshit. Just like anything, it's like you're a cool guy or you're a shitty guy. Yeah, right. That's right. I think the same thing. You're it's like kind of funny. Person. It's like the whole. Uh, well, it's anything. It's anything, right? It's like if you if you want to like look at a person and, and make a judgment before you ever meet a person, then yeah. you deserve to have no. bad experiences in life because you're not thinking it through. I was always gonna say with racist people, I'm only mad because like. They don't hate black people as much as I hate black people. <laughs> and, like, the other parts of that is just, like, I, I, there are enough reasons to hate me outside of my black skin. To hate me just for my black skin is not giving me enough credit. Like, that's what I... Right. That's why I hate give country... Give me a chance. You could hate me for legitimate things. Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to earn your hatred. Exactly. Yes, I deserve it. But I just don't want to have it for that reason. No, yeah. yeah. It's like country music for me. I hate the country music mm-hmm. because... I think that uh, because I'm a country boy, yeah. because I'm a farm kid, I think that uh, the, when I see the dumb country guys doing dumb things, yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, then I'm like, uh, I don't want to be associated with them. Yeah, but yeah. then so then it, even when there's a good country song come filtering through or whatever, I don't give it the time of day. I won't yeah. even like because uh, I don't even want it to be good. I don't want to be associated with. It. It's like to me, and I and I should never judge a comic or whatever because I know it's hard to do. But Larry the Cable Guy to me. It's like, uh, it's against who I am as a person, Larry, the cable guy to yeah. cheer for. My brother saw him in concert, right, Paul? You saw him, and he said it was a fun show, right? Yeah. It was a fun show. I, and I, but I can't give him, I can't give him it because yeah. it's too much the stereotype that I feel people think he'll, about he'll, me. He'll, 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 yeah, 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 that I'm just a dumb. I think he's hilarious still, you know. Yeah. He's a funny guy, obviously. He fills arenas, you know. Like, I'm not going to judge yeah. a guy that can fill arenas, but to me, it's not my cup of tea. <clears throat> no, I it's, it's against me. It's like country music for me. Yeah, but, well, like, as a farm boy, I get it all the time, too. The same thing. Like, no, you yeah. don't like country music? I'm like, no. Just because I live and work on a farm doesn't – I don't have to like that. Absolutely. It's like when people don't – like, I uh, I went to see uh, Slipknot and Corn live yeah. in concert in uh, How do you, Toronto. Uh, yeah. yeah. And – and like I just you didn't remember, stand out at all. I just remember walking in there and people like looking like, "Are you in the right place? Like, this, this is, <laughs> you screw you know, up? Yeah. Are you sh-? like no? I'm. There, it's not a rap concert. It's <laughs> <laughs> like no. I like I like them too. I grew up. I grew up in the '90s and that was when they were popular and yeah, I was yeah. in like high school and shit. Mm-hmm. And my friends just got me into it. And it's just like anything. If it's decent enough music, you'll learn to like it. Like, like it doesn't that. take that much, right? Yeah, yeah. So, question, guys, what's your opinion on cowboy boots? Uh, I'm a fan of them shits dude. Yeah, yeah I think they're cool weirdo. I have no problem with that no. I don't like them Look I have family in Nashville right yeah. So when the last time I went down there I was like I need to get myself a pair of the ostrich skin Yeah Ostrich, like, ostrich Oh skin. I'm trying to keep it pimping player Where I just oh, think you're trying to be swag. pretty like a girl That's all I think no, it is. You're fam, like I no. want some shit that I Oh I need some designs up it I don't want to show my calf I'm No I just don't want to call When we went on our Orangeville tour We stopped at this country shop Up in Alliston What was it called? Do you remember? Herberts. Yeah, no. Herberts. 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 Herberts Country oh, Wear, a free plug for Herberts. Sweet, Shout out. sweet leather. Herberts. Yeah, and we sweet, went up there because I wanted to buy one of those shirts, like, you know, like uh, 
like uh it's like a country shirt looking thing like a cowboy shirt it's yeah. black it's got red trim like roses on it or something like that like one of those like really like, <laughs> was like when that. you're performing you have like yeah. this fucking shirt it looks like you're it sounds like you could also tango in this shirt yeah. oh you look like yeah oh, i yes. could tango in it i could tango in it oh, snaps yes. instead of buttons snaps oh, you know okay so you can do this oh, you got super buttons beautiful. then you can just rip it off so we went there to buy that and we went and saw the boots is the thing the boots eh yeah, you had walls, boots. walls walls of boots yeah the prices on these things were oh, up. Oh, no, it's, it's yeah. serious. It's oh, ridiculous. man, this is a big business. It is a, it's, it's for real. Do you know Donald Cerrone, the fighter? He's, his nickname is the Cowboy. Uh, uh, a, a no, game. no, I don't know. He he got mad because a guy flicked. He had he has a cowboy hat he wears to all the press conferences. A guy flicked it off his head, Nate Diaz, and uh, he lost his mind. And then he said, he's like, oh, well, it's like, of course I'm mad. That hat costs $1,000. And I was like, Jesus, cowboy hats for a cowboy hat? bucks? Whoa. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know about the culture. Maybe it's deep. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, no it's the, bo- deep, the boots man. are serious because the ones I was looking at, they're like $650, $700 for a pair right? because it's, you know, it's Oscar skin, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had the Python ones and all of that. Man. <laughs> trying to keep it swagged out, fam, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> trying to stay hot stepping in my boots. He used to he used to come to shows wearing, uh, he has like a... Sh- I have a Confederate shirt. Yeah, he has a Confederate flag shirt. Yeah, Rocket. And I just like, I can't even... I can't even look at you right now, motherfucker. Like I just, I hate you to death. You gotta die. I'm Dixon. You <laughs> live down. He lived down there, though. Sorry, are you, what? No, that's true. But he's also he also wears it in a racist fashion. But, <laughs> it's a t-shirt. It's, I wear it. <laughs> Do you, but are you guys are you guys stars and bars type of people? Like I don't. No. Some people no, say that not. it's not about like. The, to oh, me, I'm like it's always gonna be the connection if you understand history. But like some people are just like. No, it's like Dukes of Hazard and stuff. Are you the redneck culture and stuff like that? Yeah. I'd say it's more to do with like being a country boy and all yeah. that stuff, and not to do with racism. Okay. I never subscribed to that myself personally. What about you guys? You and what do you think of the rebel flag? Is it offend you, or do you think it's more country culture? Or do you think it's more to do with like that? You know, the slave you know, that tie to slavery is unforgivable. Well, my in-laws fly one right in their laneway. But they are from the south. They are from the south, all right? They are from the south, though. Yeah. So it's, they're from down there. Yeah, and they already lost, too, if they move to Canada. Like, the yeah, south yeah. will yeah. not rise again in Canada. <laughs> yeah. not, not, not in We're way too far north. No. Absolutely. But uh, you yourself, would you fly one at your place? No. Why? I'd fly a Dutch flag in a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, it, it doesn't have any, any controversy. <laughs> I, I always find it weird if you're not from the South and you're just from up in Canada, but you fly a Rebel flag. Yeah. I don't know what you're trying to say. That I, you're a shithead, basically. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't have a tie to the South, I don't get it. Although, you know? do you know there's a there's a type of cross? That's I don't know. It's a racist type of cross. Uh, and uh, there, I saw this black guy riding in a vehicle, and it had the it had that cross on it. And I realized that he actually owned a fashion brand that had that cross specifically as that. And it turned out that he was making a bunch of money off racist guys by selling that cross <laughs> oh. on T-shirt designs. And I was he, like, this is unaware. the greatest man of all time. <laughs> yeah, I love genius. that. That's, that's genius. That's so smart. Hey, guys, do you want to close with a little thing we call uh, weird facts? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we're, love weird facts. We're getting out to about an hour, so we got to get some weird facts. Oh, shit. Fucking weird. Weird facts. Hey, uh, fucking weird. So weird, right? Do you know that in France uh, they consider themselves color bron- colorblind? 
So the law forbids official surveys from accounting for racial or ethnic origin. Nice. Wow. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. I think that's good. It's because the the contrary point to that would be that you need to point out when people are, uh, you know, uh, are being oppressed. You need to know who, how many there are to know if they're being mistreated. True. But would you understand that economically then? Is like, would that be the metric instead? Because if yeah, you'd have to want to compare it to something else, like yeah. so, like economically or like in school or at performance or yeah. is the curriculum too based to a different culture or whatever. But you can use those same statistics to justify some horseshit legislation. Horseshit. Yeah, yeah, you know, horseshit facts. Horseshit facts. Nice. Yeah, nice. Well, that's true. Can I give you a weird fact? Yes. Did you know people in Austria are actually scared of flashing lights? Why? Uh, I don't know. We made it up in a grade eight project that we did. (laughs) Made up facts. (laughs) Hey, here's a fact. You know, I'm a big fan of smoking. Everyone knows that. But you know that smoking can make your nipples fall off? Hmm. It says it uh, it can also turn them purple. Because the nicotine and uh, carbon monoxide disrupt the blood flow in your nipples. Hmm, what's the purpose of the male nipple? I don't know. I could lose them. I'd rather smoke and have no nipples. (laughs) Exactly. Smoke away. Yeah. I don't need these nipples. I'd rather be a nippleless man any day of the week. No male nips. Smoke awesome cigarettes. I don't mind my Hershey's Kisses, dog. I'm fine with them. Yeah. Purple tips already. If you go, you said you went Ethiopian fat and you got just fat nipples. Fat nipples. Yes, I got fat in the nipples. You got to smoke more pump. cigarettes. Oh, maybe that's the trick. Yeah. Uh, instead of working out, I'll try smoking. It'll yeah. shed <laughs> off. It'll right like just like molt like a crab. Just fall off your nipples. All you gotta do is smoke more. Exactly, that's the trick. Nipple facts. Do you know this is uh, this is something for uh, you, Warren? Because I know you have uh, lots of babies. I try. Oh shit. Uh, Coca-Cola can reduce a man's sperm count by 30%. Good luck. Get Warren a Coke. He's still at 170%. He's getting everybody pregnant tonight. <laughs> Warren's, yeah. That couch is now just going to make people pregnant from here on in. CSI would love it. Pregnant. <laughs> Knocked up. Uh, do you know you can't fart silently if you remove all the hairs from around your anus? Hmm. Not the planet, Uranus, but your actual butthole, Uranus. So if a girl farts loudly in front of you, does that mean she's into you then? If a girl fart- she shaved it, so. Yeah, if a girl farts silently in front of you, it means she's got a big bush asshole. Bush. A big hairy asshole. Resilient. Right. And you're going, you're going to deal with that. You know that, okay, that's fine, but I'm going into the jungle tonight. When you hear that, once you smell the silent fart, you know her asshole is hairy. Oh yeah, Peter Cottontail. All the yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been there before. <laughs> you animals. Do you know that it's illegal to eat a platypus? <laughs> yeah, it's illegal to eat a platypus. I bet it'd be delicious. Yeah, no matter if you've been dating, how long you've been dating her for. <laughs> be delicious. <laughs> All right, what? It'd be delicious. It probably is. That's why it's half bird, like a duck. It's half like a beaver. Save a tree, eat a beaver. Yeah, like a muskrat or something. Those are delicious. You ever had eat a muskrat? No. Have anyone in the room ate a muskrat? Isn't there a muskrat? Yes. Uh, There's a muskrat down barbecue down in Port Rowan every year. 
or they eat muskrat. I'd do it. I would do it too. I'd do it. It's hard to get a ticket. It's like impossible to get a ticket. For real? Yeah, for real, man. Yeah, it's a big ordeal. It's a big ordeal. You got to be like in the know to get in to get a a ticket for the muskrat barbecue. Really? Yeah. Is it straight barbecue like smoke? I don't know how it's cooked, man. I've never been. It's one of those things I hope I can get invited to. Right, people, help me. I have to know somebody to get it. You want in, Warren? We got to go eat some of this muskrat. I'm done. I'll eat anything, man. Put it on the board. Yeah, let's eat it. get into the muskrat. We need to make f- friends in Port Rowan. Get some muskrat. All right, here we go. You know that this uh, that for men, the bigger the belly, the better the lover. Oh, hey, hey, study, hey, study hey. show. Hey, full tank and a love machine. Yes. Off about it. I gotta admit, I got a neighbor across the road. He's a great lover. <laughs> right, Mike. Yeah, it makes sense to me because because that's what we were talking about our bodies from the side view earlier. I mean, that's just uh, proof positive that as we grow older, we get to be better lovers. Is there a point of diminishing returns though? Like if you got to pick yeah. up, you got to fuck. Is it too much? Yes, I think that does come yeah, a point like a bell curve. Yeah, yeah, you gotta find your peak. Okay, too big has got. I don't know. It can't be a definitive study. Hey, I got one for you. Right. You know, if you live in, uh, if you know an American man that's over seven feet tall, what percent chance is it that he's in the NBA? 60. I'm going to say 75. Oh, really? You guys are high at 17. 17? Wow. Yeah. wow. That means only Swoosh. 17, oh, for only <laughs> uh, every 100 seven-footers. Yeah. There's only 17 players that make it. The rest of them are just big beasts that walk in the earth with no purpose. Just big wow. accountants. Big giant accountants. I just thought we were talking. I just pictured a million shacks. It was like 75% is the amount. <laughs> but I feel bad for all those. Uh, what is that? Like 23% of like of the seven footers that are out there just just big and useless. Yeah. Big for no yeah. damn reason. What other reason are there in basketball? Right. What do you like? You like video games? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? You're a giant. You should be slamming people. You should be at least wrestling. What Something. If, what if he was like the dopest light replacer ever? Like yeah. Repl- standing in the middle. Yeah, at least he's using his skills. Absolutely. He's using cool. God's gifts. That's what I say. Okay, this is one that we're going to end with here. Uh, men with their ring finger longer than their index finger tend to have longer penises and are more attractive have more attractive faces so if you're, you're welcome if your index finger is longer than your or sorry if your ring finger is longer than your index finger if you can look at mine if you need to see it what's Paul got a long dick Jane Paul got a long dick look at mine long dick for me and a pretty face Warren are you a pretty face long dick allegedly allegedly have you checked it I did check. I am. I have. I have neither of those things apparently. Oh, I'm an ugly small oh, dick man. Ugly small dick dude. Oh, what a ba- what a sad thing small to end up. You guys can't sing. Can I? I was gonna say, can I pump my show? Yes, please do. Okay, I uh, I host the amateur night in London at Yuck Yucks. It is this weekend, uh, April thirtieth. At five o'clock in the afternoon, the best time for comedy. I and feel like. free. Absolutely, it is free. Sweet. Like shoelaces with your shoes. I don't. Yeah. But it, it is a great time. A lot of people have come yeah. out. It's a, su- it's a really sweet venue. Absolutely. Great venue. And Peter's actually performed there. 
Yes, I have. So he, it's it's certified by the oh. Live at the Dutch Hall boys, I imagine. Yeah. yeah, it's a great show. So support that. That's this Saturday. Yes, it is. Right. Yeah. And uh, Warren, do you want to plug where, where, where we can see you? Well, other than baby daddy duties, I will be at Porch's Arms every Monday that I'm doing the amateurs and all over southwestern Ontario. Yeah, and uh, every once in a while we're at 7, uh, 765. Yeah, 765. Uh, uh, Bar and Grill, it's on 765 Dundas. And the, yeah, what's the other on Wednesdays and at 730. And the Whiskey House as well. Oh, yeah, and the Top of Whiskey House hosted yeah. by Jason Allen. Is that on every week now? No, it's a monthly show. All right, so it was a monthly show, so that'll be next month. Yeah, yeah. But there's lots going on in London. The comedy scene is booming there. Yep, absolutely. And uh, I, uh, and if you'd like to support the show, thank you everyone for listening this week, and thank you for my guests for coming in. Woo! You've been great. It's always good to talk All to right. new people. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for everybody that's listening, uh, if you'd like to provide me with any feedback to help make the show better. Get in touch with me live from the Dutch Hall GMO.com or you can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter or Instagram and uh, or get in touch with me by anything. Carrier pigeon or like see me in the street. You know, whatever you can get. Smoke signals. <laughs> Throw a rock through your front Send window. Yeah, rock, yeah, rock through my front window. I prefer just leave it on the front doorstep and <laughs> ring the doorbell run away. Just a brick nice. Don't want to see your life. face. <laughs> I don't want personal interaction at all. No. I just want anonymous praise. <laughs> Your neighbor will see them. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you'd like to do that, that'd be great. Otherwise, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Goodbye, everybody. We did it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Another one.